0: info mm-hmm. He said, <laughs> Hokel This um, means uh, uh, um, re- not respectable would be, but somebody worthy of respect, I guess, like Kavod. Vahanora and a um Well, it's it's on the second page. No, it's it's no, no, no. base, it's no, no it's The second sheet. You have you have the other sheets. It's, yeah the other sheets. Um, it says, Hakei lanichbal <laughs> vanor this God that is respect-worthy, vanor and the fearsome, mitzvah laahavo <laughs> uleyurah mimenu. It is a mitzvah to fear him, and to, lo- to love him and to fear him. Shenema <laughs> like it says, v'ahav <laughs> t'ashashem One place it says, <laughs> So you have one person that commands you to love God, and one person commands you to fear God. Now the Rambam here is going with a um, the here is going with a certain hierarchy. He started out with the mitzvah of belief in God, and the prohibition to deny and, and, and have other gods. One, then he said the mitzvah to make God one. Now he says, to love God and to fear God. But he says it's very interesting. He says, this God, who is fearsome and um, respectworthy, we are commanded to love him and to fear him. He, what, what he's beginning to say is that God is now perceived with two of our emotions, just like if, if let's say we have an object that's too big for us to encompass with one hand and we put two hands around it, Hashem has to us two facets, a facet that evokes a tremendous attraction and a facet that evokes a tremendous awe, and repulsion not because of ugliness, but repulsion out of awe and fear. Are, are you using awe and fear? Um, Inter- interchangeably, correct. Okay. Correct. Correct. Um, because awe implies a sense of fear out of respect and um, and and overwhelm rather than than physical uh, danger. The word fear would mean physical danger and the word awe would would sooner mean um, the presence and, and greatness and so on. So he's saying God has two facets as if, you know, computer has two ports for output. You know, it's got a serial port and it's got a, a parallel port. God, he said before, has different ways in which he manifests himself. The two major ways are command provoking and, Do, those and then what was the other fear provoking. Fear or, or um, respect, I mean respect provoking and, and respect in, in the sense of love and, now, the place where the Rambam gets the word kavod, being similar to love, it says respect your father and mother. And it says you shall fear your mother and father. And Rashi says the reason why it's written like that, Rashi brings the Gemara, is love is more naturally evoked towards a mother. So that's why the Torah says the father first to tell us it should make no difference to you. Fear is evoked by a father, and therefore the Torah says the mother first to tell me, again, it makes no difference, they both equally have to be held in, this, in awe and, and be respected. So God is, is termed as someone who is to be respected and, and to be feared. One more point about it, I think, well, two more points, first of all. The Rambam puts it together in one halacha. I mean, these are two separate dinim. There's two separate mitzvahs. There's a mitzvah to love God, and there's a mitzvah to fear God. The Rambam packages it. This tremendous, awesome God, we, we, we're commanded to love and to fear him. And we will see soon in the Rambam, the next halacha, that they are actually two sides of the same coin. That's point two. Another, one more point. It it is seen in a lot of uh, the Sepharim, and the Zohar says that fear and love are the two wings, to quote this language, uh, through through which the Shekhinah soars, or something like that. Through which and prayers soar up to the Shekhinah. Basically, what what it seems to mean is, and Tanya speaks about it a lot, that the connection between perception and activity is through the emotions. In other words, if, if, I, if, if somebody comes along and tells me he needs money for tztaqa, and I give him stucker. so if I do it um, very apathetically, so then I've done the mitzvah, yes, I've done it, I guess I know that this person should be given stucca. He's I, you know, I believe him, that he's poor and he needs money. But if there's no feeling in it, the giving and the thinking didn't really connect in any way. Th- there is no. It's not if I can say I gave it to being cognizant of the fact that he's poor. I gave it to him because he applied, he fits the criteria, and I gave it to him. Emotions are the bridge between your understanding and your doing. So if a person feels... You, you know if, if it really dawns on this person doesn't have what to eat tonight and and i give it to him out of that genuine feeling that is um, the bridge between seichel and between deed between between understanding and deed so fear and love are not two mitzvot just high and dry like um like lulav and shofar and and stuck and they they belong in 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 Torah. Yisora Torah deals with no particular mitzvah, but fundamentals of the Torah as a whole. So we're not dealing with if 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 fear and love are distinct mitzvot and not a central element in our perception of God, then this would not be the place for the Rambam to put it in. The fact that the Rambam put it here means. He understand it, it's to convey to us. It's part of our understanding of what God is. We understand it with our minds. We understand He's one, and we understand it with our hearts in in Ava and Yira That's really the the way the, the Rambam here is um, is setting it up. So so okay. So we have two mitzvot, Ava and Yira There is before we go further. Let me put another kuda in. A lot of, a lot, a lot of the svarim, earliest latest svarim that speak about this about avenura divide up avinira into two types. This is elementary. I'm sure you've heard it. They divide love because of um, because the person does good for you somebody who treats you well and helps you and so on, so it's kind of gratitude. Then there's a higher love, which is not because of gratitude, and maybe we'll try to express later, we'll try to um, phrase it more accurately. And fear is very famous, there's a fear because you might get punished, and there's a fear because you're overawed by somebody. Those are, and the the words used are, there's yiras onish fear of punishment, and yiras HaRomus, fear of his greatness. Which would be like the nervousness you have when you meet somebody who's very big and you're just overawed by the person. Okay, so let's see the Rambam, and then we'll talk about it later. What is the way in which a person can fear and love him? Obviously, you can't tell me specific things to do. We're not talking about a specific mitzvah like putting on film. We're talking about evoking feelings, which there is no way... You, you can't just command feelings to be evoked. You've got to give me a methodology to evoke them. So he doesn't say, how does one love and fear God? What is the act of loving and fearing? But rather, he's, he's asking himself, What is the method that a person uses to evoke love and fear? So the Rav says here, a beautifully, a hauntingly, beautifully picture. When a person looks around and sees the awesome handiwork of God, when a person looks around and sees the awesome handiwork of God, She'ain la'erach locates, and he becomes aware of God's wisdom, which has no equivalent nor any um, bounds. Miyadhu yad he immediately becomes enamored, and he praises u'me'foyer. He also praises u'misave taiv gedola she'ma and he's filled with a tremendous passion to understand God. As David said, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. And as he thinks of these things themselves, as, as he's thinking this, Miyadhu he is—he is immediately taken aback. V'yira, he becomes scared. V'yafachet and frightened. Viodea, and he realizes shehu beriyak tana. He's an infinitesimal being, shfela low, afela dark, omeid bedas kala meuta, standing with a very very light mind. The terimdei days before the perfect of all um, know, knowledge, knows. Kamosha Oma david, as david said, Shemecha, I look around at your heavens. what is man that you remember him? So the Rambam here says, and we'll, we'll try to explain av is the reflection on God's greatness, and yura is the reflection on God's greatness. And he, and he also puts it together. He says, Miyad, immediately." He's cast, there's something about it that the Ramam is, is, is connecting it very, very strongly for us. He says, immediately as he's thinking this. And it is the reaction. Let's say we meet somebody that we're really um, inspired by or, or somebody that, 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 that we look at as great, as, as overwhelmingly great. You have a mixture of both feelings. You're as nervous as anything because per- on the other hand, you're very attracted to it. You, you really would like to get to know the person, you have to understand the person. So, so the feeling of being scared and attracted at the same time are not things that we're not familiar with. The, the, the reason why it has to be like that, I, I mean, the reason why that's the primary way of Avinira, I think is because of things that we said before. The Rambam... We explained before that the knowledge that God is all-encompassing and the, the, the knowledge that there's nothing but God, even though one is a mitzvah's essay and one is a losa essay, we said they are two sides of the same coin. It's, it's, it, 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 this is what he is, and this is what no one else is. It's just like one of those pictures you know, where you can define it by what's inside and what's outside, you know, the white and the black, the goblet with the face, the, the, the knowing of what God is and that everything else is not is one and the same. It's just like some, it, I, can, I can resolve certain problems, I can prove certain things by, by um, showing the impossibility of any other answer, you know, I can eliminate any possibility and be left with, 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 the, with the right answer or, or, or the opposite. So, so the most elementary, our most elementary perception of God, on the one hand, splits into two. It's the knowledge that God is all-encompassing and the understanding that nothing else is real but God. It's the same thing on the emotional level. When we're talking about the most basic emotional grasping of God, it is, it is the ultimate in the sense that I am overwhelmed and consumed by it, I'm very attracted by it. So fear and love is one and the same. It's two sides of the same coin. And, 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 and like we, we experience, anytime you've met a person, I mean, besides the a person goes out with someone, dates someone, and if the person is very excited, you also, you also have the, the same mixed feelings. Except there you're just nervous I guess the person will say no, but uh, under normal circumstances there's, there's always a mixture of that, you know, being very impressed with the person and, and really wanting the person and, and you know, being kind of taken a, a, a little overwhelmed. Let me, um, okay, let, let me add in the here. the here. Um, first of all the Rambam puts it all in the mind. And this itself was not a Dover pushut It's not a simple, there, there, there are many Rishonim who like to attack Ava, like to approach Ava as coming from the heart. They say, imagine somebody who showers love on you and who, who, who constantly does you favors. One of the reasons why people like their parents so much is because they've gotten so much from them rather than particularly that they may be overwhelmed by their tremendous, uh, you know, being. So a lot of Sfarim, a lot of Rishonim take that approach, that the loving of God is it comes from how much favor he's bestowed, he's given you existence, he's kept you alive, he's so much ashkaha that's one approach. Um, the same thing in Chassidish Sfarim, the Balatanya himself, he uses almost the exact words that Rama describe love and fear. What's interesting is he starts the other way around. He starts with the, um, he starts with fear first. He says almost the words as the Rama, but he starts with the being overwhelmed and then being immensely attracted by it. which is interesting. But a lot of other citizens felt that there was not the right way, the right way was to just evoke emotions as emotions. But around Rambam, it's very important. It seems to be that it's a bridge from the understanding coming out. One more point about the Ava. There is a, a the Mepharish brings it on the, on, on the side. There is something, the, the, the Mishnah says in Birkia Ovis, that Ava hatluya bedover is so full is battle. Any love that depends on something. Is going to disappear. But, but, a love that does not depend on anything is is the last. Now, it's a very not clear, and it brings, a, a, it says about Amnon and Tamar, that was a love that depended on something the Mishnah says, and that became a, a hatred, whereas Jonas and David didn't depend on anything, and that became that state, and so on. How exactly do you say a love that doesn't depend on anything? I I hate the words. The words that I find the most um, irritating are unconditional love. Unconditional means meaningless. It's it's another way. I mean, if a person knocks someone down and says, love me unconditionally. So what do you mean? For no reason? There used to be a joke when I was kid that a hippie once asked his girlfriend if she loves him. And she said, sure, I love the whole world. (laughs) <laughs> you know what, what does it mean unconditional love I, I, I mean the, the guy the person has no redeeming features about him he 's stupid he 's nasty and he 's ugly and poor, worst, worst of all, yeah. and he 's a poor yeah that, that, that really no i 've never met any any ugly um, stupid nasty wealthy people so so it 's all automatic and included in in the uh, <laughs> there's, a, I hate to go off the sides of it. But there's, a, there's a piece in, in Nusach parts, the Machzorim. It says that at Ketuva, they, they bring from that result. You can you can be Mespalo on Ketusha and Musaf and Roshonim and Kippur. And you can you can dive for one of three things: successful children, Rucha Kodesh, or wealth. So somebody said, so it's a very very hard choice. So someone said he, he's a for wealth. He says, because if I'm rich enough, they'll say my kids are successful and I have HaKodesh. You know, it, it'll, that covers all. So, so anyway, getting back. What does it mean unconditional? What does it mean love that is conditional something, not conditional something?
1: But, but, but are we really talking in, in a relationship or, or in other things, even our approach to, to, to Yiddishkeit, that, that sometimes you, you start off being attracted by certain tangible things, right. and in the course of developing intimacy, with that individual, or, right. or, 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 or 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 something else, or the you know, that, or an ideology, that, right? That 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 eventually that intimacy um, is no longer dependent on the initial things that attracted you to that. In other words, you, you found your wife marvelously attractive when she was twenty. Maybe she's not as attractive when she's when she's sixty-five. Right. But but now you have a love for her. Where, where
0: perhaps if you weren't attracted initially, you never would have gotten to that kind of True. That it, very true. It, it's definitely. It, it, what saying, I, 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 I just want to sharpen the point that I think you're making. When we say, I like a person for things, you know, every person comes in different layers of being, in other words, money being the outermost layer. It, he happens to have money. He could not have money. So money is the beauty is is a, is a second layer, and um, charm and and wit and things like that is a, is a is a third layer, Um academic brains and things of that nature fourth layer. Let's say pure goodness and 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 real goodness would be let's say a, f- a fifth point. The further, the more outside i I've. I've um, if it's possible to strip away the money and you have the person still there, so, so then basically you latch onto the money and not the person. If, if it's the outside beauty and that gets stripped away, so then you, you don't have the person. The closer you get to the core of the person, you know, if your connection to the person is to the core of the person, then at that point it's, it, it won't become vital because it's not exterior to the person. I mean, God forbid somebody who's a very, very good person. I was attracted because of the real quality of a human being, and, and, and now he's in a coma. So basically, fine, so there's nothing left to the person, but it's not possible for him to, to still remain a human being and not be good. He could, he could start losing his beauty, he, and somebody could start losing even, if I just wanted, it. just as witty saying and a sharp demeanor, so that could be taken away also, and then I'm left with nothing. But if I struck home to the core of the person himself, that's the least thing to go is the core of the person. So, so if I'm looking for the same thing as a love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if, if I were to associate it with things that he did for me, with the interaction, those are still exterior I mean God will never stop being good to me but, but it's exterior to, to the innermost quote unquote self that I could possibly touch base with and therefore if I go through a hard point it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's not going to take me because at this point God's mercy and kindness seem to have spent itself so what I'm looking for is to, to relate to God with the innermost t- t- quality that he reveals in the world which is his awesome Chochmah and, and knowledge and so on. S- so, the Avah is building itself according to Ramba, Rambam, the same thing about Tanya in much later generations. It's building around God's wisdom, which is the core of anything that was revealed in this world. Anything beyond that, just n- not here. I mean, or, or, any uh, wisdom or Chochmah is really where it starts. and. Uh, the the awareness of of, 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 of that awesome zakash baruch that's as close as the root as I can get in this in this world that's it so the Ramam says perceiving that is um the, is is the is the closest way to get the core of what of what is a baruch that's where I'm actually latching on to what the baruch so the point first point is I I'm latching on to the point that is centermost or, or, deepest or most rooted of all of God's revelations, and that is Chachmaso Yisparah, his wisdom. Secondly, the feeling of love is um, that I wish to become part of it. It's something that I really feel a desire towards, and if I don't feel, since understanding God is a, the only real way I can touch base, there, there's no tangibility and there's no, there's nothing I can touch, and, and God's gifts to me are not predictable. So, understanding of Akadosh Baruch Hu is really um, the medium through which I can get close to Akadosh Baruch Hu, which is very much Ram Mashita. Um, again, not everybody agrees 100%, but the Ram Shita is, is very strong in that understanding of Akadosh Baruch Barahu. Is the strongest way of touching base on So loving a Kaddish means being tremendously attracted to the understanding of our Kaddish and His ways. Yeah.
1: Is he saying here when you look when you look at the world, is he is he, is he taking an approach in a sense of being a, a, at least initially as being a scientist? Um, well, or, yes. Or, or is he saying to? To 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 look at Torah and uh, the wisdom of Torah. I mean, what well, two approaches in some sense. It's interesting. You will
0: see, you will see um, later on. He says, I mean, later on meaning like the next halacha. So, he says, being that this is so important, I'm going to reveal to you um, some of God's tremendous uh, some of the worlds and so on. And what he does is. He starts with um Akadosh Baruch who created this world and this world and, and he goes through different types of angels and so on. So sorry. Thank you. So, so thank you. it's so so Lemaise, the Rambam does seem to feel it's the deeper understanding of the world. Um, now which is somewhere, I guess, somewhere between Torah and the world around. In the Rambams understanding also this and so metaphysics and physics were part of the same science. So understanding the inner essence of the four elements and, and, and the angels and the different, and the different um, celestial spheres, it, it kind of overlaps. So it's hard to get a sense of, for us, that it's, it is kind of split. That, um, the, the, so, so the Ramamshita, I'm, I'm explaining to you what Ramamshita is. Our understanding would be as follows, that um, in wisdom itself and in knowledge itself, there is also outside and inside. For instance, Kabbalah is called, in the realm of Torah, Chachmas Pnimius, the inner, inner understanding. Just like the, the, in science, let, let's take an example of science. In science, the observation of phenomena is the outside. And the formula, the equation, is the inside. And the principle behind the equation is the inside of that inside. So you've got three layers even science. The apples falling all around uh, is outside. That's the outermost um, law of gravity. The mathematical formula that tells you what g is, and, and 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 that second squared it w- w- is is a, that's a more inner um, um, characterization of, of the law, and the understanding why it's that number and 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 and, and wide squared per second w- would be an even deeper point to it. So we say to ourselves, all of science, and that's why it's called chachmich It's an outside wisdom because. None of this is an end to itself. God's real purpose in the world was to create beings who were choosing right and wrong and acted out in a world with with, with a vast amount of possibilities. He needed different laws to do it with, and law of gravity is one of those laws. But the real understanding is that everything about the human being, how he acts, how he goes, how he walks, how all that, all that is really, so, so Torah law is seen as being kind of intrinsic to it, and Kabbalah, let's say, would be intrinsic to Torah. But it, it, it's, it's not, you it, it obviously cannot obviate the Chochmah the world around. Um, someone told me, my, my wife's great aunt passed away about three four years ago. Her name was Rebetzin Edelman, she was in the mid-90s, and. She was related to the Chasenish by marriage. Um, well, actually, her, her brothers, her brother married the sister, so she was always closer. And she once told over—I mean, she told a many times times—we printed, but I heard it from her—that somebody once brought in a bunch of flowers and put it on the in a vase on the Chasenish's table. And the Chasenish sat down. And he started looking at each petal, and uh, and finally she said he had an overwhelmed look, and he, and he said, "Please take it away from me. I, I can't anymore." Like like he was, he he was just Chazich was had a very analytical mind and a very poetic neshama, and looking and beginning to see how a flower works and how it draws up water and how it it, it opens up and so on and so forth. He he just you know, so, so definitely a person. Is turned on by all these things you know a, a person studies human body and, and and at some point the person gets up and says you know it, it's incredible it's 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 incredible and, it, and it's and it's overwhelming and it's uh you know just uh i i read an article it, it hasn't it wasn't printed recently it's printed somewhere in the 70s and 80s I, ha, I have it photocopied because I, I thought it was one of the most astounding things i've read it was it was an article printed in an israeli magazine called Mada, which is I w- it was it was published by Michonne Weitzman, and it was kind of like Scientific American. It had a broad range of um, general scientific articles of interest to, uh, you know, to, I guess, a science-oriented layman or cross-discipline. It, I mean, the graphics, the chrome, wasn't anywhere, was not anything. But the articles were actually written well. They were written well. They explained well. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I used to get it until it folded, until the government starts sponsoring it. And... They had an article by a botanist who mapped out the interaction between um, figs, which are the botanical family of picus, P-I-C-U-S I I think, something like that, and bees or um, wasps, certain wasps, that they, the fertilization. And, and the reproduction cycle of, of the wasps and the trees are, are interrelated tremendously. What happens is first the flower is open and then the, the, the female wasp lays her eggs on different follicles. Now, there are short fo- if they lay on all follicles, the, 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 the thing would, 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 would dry out and, and, and die. So, there are long and short flowers because she can't reach the short ones because she can only have over the long ones. It doesn't long. Then the flower closes up and that allows it to hatch. Then it fills up with carbon dioxide as it's, as it's ripening and opens up. And this is the whole, and each, each one is specific to An awesome article. And I have it. I I'd actually I, I keep trying to want to translate it to English. It's not long, it's about four pages. And it's a marvelous five step cycle. The two are interrelated. At the end, he says, I can't finish this article without quoting my professor. And the quote is, there is no end to the wonders of evolution. Now I I, I, I was astounded by it. First of all, I mean, you know, science doesn't get you an emotional high. That belongs to religion. You should just say we've just finished describing Phylum, Picus and you know and and and, and Zehu. This whole hispilus. Secondly, it, it, I mean evolution is supposed to be marvelous. It's supposed to be simple, you know. The idea of evolution is that things will form the simplest pattern because things survive a lot better when it's a one-step reproduction than a five-step interrelated with another species. I mean, you, it's the worst possible way to reproduce. Is if, if 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 you'd have to go through five different stages and and we, you know and the spilos of it, I, it was I, I was astounded by by the but at any rate. The Hispitals of the world around is definitely Ava Hashem, but understanding that this is so much Chochmah there and and so much uh, you know, the the awesomeness of it, that the person is overwhelmed by it and would like to be able to touch on it and would like to be able to understand it, that's definitely Ava. On the other hand, if a person really, the, the, the difference is between, um, a, between the believer and the non-believer is not only the avid, the not-believer also would like to explore this wonderful wisdom. But he's not awed by it. No, no one's, it this is an accident. In other words, if, if it's an accident, I mean, which evolution is, it's an accident where things just fall along. certain So the word awe doesn't make any sense. I mean, no one thought of it. It just happened. (laughs) So, so how can I be overruled by somebody? Europe is the, and one of the things, one of the things that always stood out, I would say, between Chachmei Torah and Chachmos Olam. Anybody in academic world who is really good at it, is very enthusiastic about the work he's doing. Uh, I mean, obviously. But very few people are humbled in that sense. You know, it, it, it's it's the more knowledge I have that usually tends to make me arrogant because I know a lot what anyone else does. So, um, so, so I, I, why should I be humbled by the knowledge I have? doesn't make any sense. I mean, you know, no one thought it as being... The figs think. the bees don't think of it, the figs don't think of it, there was no God to think of it. So, so, so I'm the smart guy who figured out what's going on over here, that the bees don't understand, the figs don't understand, and no one's informing me. So it's definitely a reason why I should feel good about myself. But if I realize there's somebody who, who put the system in, so, so it's a very humbling experience. The the, the, the the i mean the, the process says that the beginning of wisdom the fear of god or it says what um what uh, wisdom made uh, what wisdom made its crown um, it, it, what wisdom put as its crown uh, humility became its heel piece in, in other words thanks okay. yeah that's it the 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 fact that a person, if 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 his understanding is an understanding of God, then it becomes a very overwhelming experience. So so Av and Yura are the same experience, perceiving's and and that's why, in, in a Torah world, anyone who was seen to be Tam Chachem, but was felt that he was haughty or arrogant, never was considered a Gadol. It it just didn't go because. <coughs> People felt the person is not seeing God's tour in it. Um Rabbi Kivega was one of the giants of, of, of the Achronim, the most one of the most brilliant of the Achronim. His humility in every line that he writes, I mean his questions and his points are sharpest by far. Except for vulnagon. Rebik Vega's questions and points are but they they are all I mean his his humility, his I mean the way he writes it. And it's very unaffective when he says, "And in my poverty, I have not been able to understand this point." That's that's why, you know, God should only open up my eyes and light me, because in my in my in my shallowness, I have not perceived or something like that. You know, there was this certain sense of it. Those things are only possible if there's somebody behind it. If if I'm looking at someone who's put that chachma seichel in. So the desire to be close and to be part of it, and be overwhelmed by what it means that someone's done it—that's That's only possible I mean, in,
1: in relationship to the being that created it. Yeah, it's very easy to be humble. In Relationship right. to the men, women that you're competing with—it's very easy to be <laughs> arrogant. <laughs> right. You know.
0: But 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 it's more than that. If someone created it, the more I understand that that itself. The source of my understanding and the increase in the increment of understanding I have evoke both. They evoke a tremendous um, pull and they evoke a tremendous uh, sense of overwhelming. They do go together. That's, that's the point is. Okay, we'll hold it here and we'll see you next time.